0: There are a lot of decisions you're going to make in your life, but a handful of them are going to be big decisions in your life, with one of them being having kids, and there's a debate going on right now. Are women happier if they have kids, or are women happier not having kids? Chelsea Handler made a video a couple weeks ago going after Adam, because Adam said a couple different words, and she said, I am so much happier for not having kids. 45% of working women ages 25 to 45 by 2030 will be non-married, no kids. Single. I'm sorry, but if the child-free joyride I'm on triggers you, here's a hint. If you need daily alpha content to remind you to be alpha, you might not be an alpha. Take it from an alpha. And the truth is, studies show that single women live longer and are happier. Today, we're going to break it down. We're going to give the argument being made by those that don't have kids on why they're happier. Then we're going to make the argument for those who have kids and why they're happy, and we'll look at a bunch of stats and we'll see who's right. (laughs) So if you get value out of this video, give it a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. So let's get right into it. Look, society is going to be selling you on a lot of different ideas. Get married, don't get married. Be poor, be rich. Travel, don't travel. Go and be with hundreds of men and hundreds of women. No, save yourself and only go out there and spend time with the people you love and date a couple different before you get married. Everyone's selling you their philosophies. God forbid you buy the wrong one, you could lose a decade or two of your life. That's simply what it is. So let's look at some of this data here. Argument for not having kids and argument for having kids. Here's HuffPo why they're saying it's better to not have kids. You like to sleep. You like to have money. You like your freedom. You like to swear. You like your personal space. You don't like the appearance or smell of vomit or poop. You don't like the idea of wiping another person's snot. You like to shut the door while you're in the bathroom. These are some of the kids they are saying, you don't want to have kids. These are some of the things you don't want to deal with. Here's a website called wehavekids.com, why you shouldn't have kids. Kids are messy. You'll be sleep deprived. It's mentally tiring. Everyone takes longer when a kid is involved. It's hard to travel with them. Some good points. Now, let's see the other side. We have kids.com argument for having kids to carry on the family name and values, to give and receive unconditional love, to give meaning to life, to create and mold a life, to have a family, to fix the mistakes of their parents, social pressure and expectations, human biology. Medium.com said the following Children make us happier, avoid dying alone. Children give us hope, help us believe in something bigger. Children force you to become a better version of yourself. Your baby may be the one who saves the world. Some of you may be watching and saying, I got 10 more things. I would add to this list yeah i totally get it i'm just giving you an id here but let's look at a couple articles on what they're saying here's one unmarried childless women are happiest people of all says expert if you're a man you should probably get married if you're a woman don't bother. Can you imagine that? If you're a man, you should probably get married. If you're a a woman, don't bother. You think someone's going to read that and say, maybe I shouldn't get married. Here's another one. Half of women have not yet had a child by age 30 for the first time ever figures show. Women born in 1990 were the first cohort ever where half were not mothers by their 30th birthday. Now, if you're part of that camp, you're like, oh, thank God, we're making progress. Some of you may say, What are we talking about here? What else is the purpose for not having kids? Are you kidding me? You don't want to have kids? That's the data telling you. Watch this next one here. One in four projecting childlessness among today's young women. Meaning, one in four is probably going to have a kid. Three out of four is probably not going to have any kids. That's the direction we're going today. But you know, let's look at some other numbers. Because when I retweeted Chelsea Handler's video when she said what she said about men and Alpha Motivation Zero... I retweeted and said, here's a study from University of Pennsylvania saying childless women were 46% more likely to be highly depressed than mothers. But then we said, well, okay, let's play devil's advocate because maybe people are happier that don't have kids. Maybe it is something. Why don't we look at and break down four different stats? Married with children, women who are married but they're childless, women who are unmarried with children, and those who are unmarried and childless. Are they happier when they're younger and as they age, they get more depressed and miserable? Or are they unhappy when they're younger, and when they age, hey, I don't have any kids, I'm just happier now. Let's look what the stats tell us. Here's what we're looking at. Ages 18 to 34, married with children, 30 of them were happy. But married childless, 33 of them were happy, which means those who were married and didn't have any kids, they had more time with their spouse, they were actually happier than those who were married with kids. Then you have unmarried with children, 12% of them said they were happy, and unmarried childless, only 7% said they were happy. So in this cohort, the happiest ones were who? Married but no kids. So the argument is, go find your love, but don't go have kids, it's too much work. Now let's see what happens as you age in life. 35 to 54, married with children, 28% said they were happy. Married childless fell to second place now, 24% said they were happy. Unmarried with children, 11% said they were happy, unmarried childless. 12% said they were happy. Now comes the next phase, 55 and up, because as you're 55 and up, you can't be dating. You don't have as many options as you did when you were in your 20s. Body looked good. Everything was perfect. Maybe even in your 30s. You look great. You're going out. Everybody's still flirting with you. Life changes a little bit at 55. Let's see what the numbers tell us now. You ready? Married with children, 25% happy. Married childless, massive drop-off, 14% unmarried, but with children. 11% and unmarried childless went to last place. So the happiest went from married with kids, then those who are married without kids, but it's a big drop from 25 to 14, then unmarried with children and unmarried childless. So when you look at this data, what do you think about? The argument could be made from the other side to say, you see, you see, even the person that's married childless is happier than the person that's unmarried with child. Okay, so don't have marriage out of wedlock or something like that. Okay, fine. Maybe you can make that argument. Great. On the other side, it could be do you see what happens as you age? What used to be important to you in your 20s to go party, hang out, go to clubs left and right, date men, date this, date that that is not going to be your priority in your 50s. Things that drive you in your 20s are not going to drive you as much in your 30s, then 40s, then 50s, then 60s. Life changes, you change. I change, we all change. My dad's best friend today, is 81 years old, is his granddaughter, my 23-month-old daughter, Brooklyn. They're together glued. If you ask my dad what was his priority 40 years ago, it's a very different thing than 60 years ago when he was in his 20, right? Life changes for all of us. We can continue this. Here's a study done by uh, National Library of Medicine. Data shows that women with children were significantly less likely to have depressive symptoms. Depressive symptoms? What causes depression? What causes anxiety? Anxiety is caused by us stressed out about the future. Depression is caused by us stressed out about the past, the decisions that we made. Maybe one of the things that causes depression is to sit there and say, man, I wish I had a kid. A big mistake I made. And you constantly keep reliving, reliving it. That's tough. You ever have to keep on thinking about a decision you made in the past and you keep dwelling on it, what it does to you? It's not a good feeling, right? Now imagine you're 58 years old. You never had kids. And all you think about is, I should have kids. That's tough. It's got to be painful. So how do we get here? could be one of the things. Look, i got a bunch of different data I can show you. I don't want to overwhelm you. The fact that, hey, college degrees, it used to be a lot more men used to get college degrees. For the first time ever, women are getting more four-year college degrees than men. This is a transition we've looked at from 1940 to 2021. Women are now competing and maybe thinking, I no longer need a man. I can make the money. I don't need your money. I can do it myself. Why do I need to have a husband in the first place? And if you look at right now, more women in workforce for every hundred, in 1990, for every man working in 1990, 74.5% women. Today, that's 82 which means women are getting close to having the same exact number as men. And the argument a lot of times made, well, women have babies. They can't work as many as hours as a man does. If they're having kids and they have to take this, they have to do that, fine. No problem. I'm just giving you stats on what's going on. And then also income-wise, if you look at income-wise, 65 and up, there's a very big disparity between how much men make and how much women make. 55 to 64, men still have a big lead. 45 to 54, men still have a big lead. 35 to 44, men have a big lead. But if you look at 25 to 34, they're making about the same amount of money. And if you look at 20 to Twenty-four. It's about the same amount of money. So that that race is getting closer and closer and closer. And if you look at these stats, the U.S. National Survey of Families and Households determined that those who report being happy in their marriages declined when women earned more than their husbands. That was said to increase the risk of divorce by fifty percent. When a woman makes more money than a man, there's a fifty percent higher chance of divorce. Now you may be able to say on the other side, and the argument could be what? Well, that's because men are insecure, and it's it's the insecure man's fault. Could be. I'm just giving you the stat on what could be the reason that this is taking place. Maybe a man wants to be the guy that. It's kind of like somebody needs me. I'm needed. Uh, there's a purpose for me being here. You rely on me and it makes me feel important, and I want to do even more for you. That could be in the DNA of a man that naturally were wired that way. We can go on and on and on and talk about, well, you know, one of the things that changes back this before social media, if a girl was a really hot girl that was living in a state and a city, she would have married somebody there now. She can post her picture on social media and thousands of other men could DM her and she could realize, look, I'm really hot. These guys are DMing me from UK, from Spain, from Brazil, from New York. I don't live in New York. I live in Arkansas. I live in, you know, I live in this, I live in that. So that could be one of the reasons that it changed now. All the good looking men are getting all the women and the men that would have typically gotten at least someplace today, they're not getting any of it. It's hard for men to find women. Now, a calculator is out there, if you've never used it, called the Delusion Calculator. So what this Female Delusion Calculator does is it uses income and marital status information derived from the 2020 Annual Social and Economic Supplement of Current Population Survey conducted by the Census Bureau of the United States, and then it breaks things down. Hey, I want a guy that's this tall. I want him to be this weight. I want him to make this kind of money. What percentage of men who fall into this category? If you've never used this calculator, ladies, you ought to use this calculator to realize the guy you're looking for how few of them are in the marketplace but women have way more options men don't have as many options so this thing has changed a little bit but does that mean it makes women happier long-term stat says no i'm giving my final thoughts but this thing's about to take a turn here and and if you make it to this last part this is the best part of this entire message because we have to understand other people's pain when i interview people i want to know why you're the way you are whether you made an incredible decision and you took a business to levels that nobody thought you were going to take it or Kobe, or you made a bad decision and you turned, who let you down? Who hurt you? What happened to you? I've lived a very weird life. This is why I want to know people's mo- uh, motives on why they do what they do. So Chelsea, you know, when she was a kid, nine years old, her favorite person in her life, she writes this in the memoir she wrote, which is titled, Life Will Be the Death of Me and You Too. She's nine years old. Her favorite person in the world is her brother, which is 22 years old. He goes on a hiking trip, and his last words to her brother is, I will be back and can't wait to see you. He goes on this hiking trip, never comes back. He falls, hiking, and he dies at 22 years old. She's nine. She says, this guy was my hero, was pretty much her favorite person in the world, father figure and her first boyfriend. First boyfriend, nine, 22. Imagine the dynamics of that relationship. She says, look, I may be a successful comedian, her words. I just felt broken and didn't know how to deal with these feelings for years. Let me read some more about what happened with her father when this took place. His death had an impact on our entire family. Chelsea notes emotionally that his death changed the way she saw relationships because she felt betrayed by her brother's last word, which were that he would return from the trip. But look what happens here with her and her father. Chelsea's parents are Seymour, a used car salesman, and Rita, a homemaker. She has spoken at length about growing up in a household where there were a lot of unknown variables, admitting my parents were great, there were a lot of love in our house, but they were kind of hot messes as well. You ready for this next part? The relationship with dad? I didn't like seeing my father weak. I'd already lost my brother. I couldn't lose my dad too, and I did. My dad never recovered. Kind of changes things, right? And Cindy ah, why would you want to have a kid? Can you imagine the fear, right? Let me have a kid and raise this person. Nine years later, this person could die. And why would I put myself through that kind of a pain? Why get married? Are you kidding me? That person leaves me? Why would I want to go through that kind of pain? Look, what's a big challenge men have? You, you know, how many men fear getting married? Why do you think somebody hurt them? Something happened. Mother, somebody hurt them. They don't, somebody cheated on them. But this is a real issue that a lot of us have. She is not alone here. But let me bring this back to one of the most important decisions you'll make in your life is having kids. I got four kids. Our fourth one, Brooklyn, 23 months. We were not supposed to have, because Jennifer, when she was pregnant with our third, Senna, we went out to dinner on her birthday, she's born on Valentine's Day, my wife, and she says, look, babe, I don't want any gifts from you. The only thing I want is, this becomes our last baby. I want 10 kids. I want a lot of kids. I love kids. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about it right now. Why are you doing this? I just want this gift. I don't want anything from you. I just want you to, I'm like, okay, great, no problem. We're not having any more kids. One day, come to the house, she says, she's crying in the closet, she's like, I'm like, what's going on? They said, babe, I don't know why I want another kid. I'm like, you want another kid? By the way, it's been years, right? I want another, you want another kid? Yeah. What are you talking about? You want another kid? In my mind, I checked off that, you know, this thing is not something I'm thinking about. I want another kid. Anyways, we have twins, okay? We go to the doctor, that whole scene's like, well, listen, I got some news for you guys. What's that? You're not having one kid, you're having two. I'm laughing, she's crying, that whole funny mixture, motion, feelings. 12 weeks later, one of them doesn't make it, the boy doesn't make it, and she makes it. And the doctor says, we don't know which one made it. One of the kids is not healthy. So till the day the baby is born, we don't know which one's making it. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? We don't know which one's making it. Baby's born, it's Brooklyn. Brooklyn is the life of the party. She's amazing. I can't imagine my life not having ever met Brooklyn. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I asked the guys, who's your favorite person in the world? One says grandfather, the other one says mom. Imagine you never meeting your favorite person in the world. What's life like if you don't meet that person, right? I can't imagine that. Now, do I sleep more? No. Is marriage harder having kids? Yes. Is life harder having kids? Yes. Is running companies harder? Yes. Is your health? Yes, I'm carrying my back. You know, kids, she likes them. Yes, there's so many different factors of where you can make the case for not having kids. But I got to tell you, man, if the reason you don't want to have kids is because of the risk of having your heart broken, which is a very valid risk, I respect it. If the risk of not wanting to get married because you're worried about losing half your wealth because someone could take it away from you, I'm totally with it. I understand marriage is very hard. We take it one year at a time. I don't know how long we're going to be married. It's very hard. I never pitch marriage being easy. But some of the greatest things in life comes with a freaking big risk. A kid is one of them, bro. It just is. Getting married is one of them. It's, it's freaking risky. Starting a business is risky. Moving to a country, you don't speak any language, it's risky. But immigrants do it all the time. So many different risks in life. So if you're in the middle and you're actually thinking about it, I'm 44 today. I always look at my hands like this because this hand is starting to look 44. I look young like this. I look 44 like this, right? I look 44 here. I look 44 here. But I love it. It's part of the story, you know. So, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and preach to you on what direction to go with. But if there is a decision you don't want to screw up, that's going to give you so many incredible feelings, make you a better leader, help you with your patience, with empathy, with resilience, with selfness. Kids force you to become better human beings. They force you to become better leaders. They kick your ass in ways that you don't even know. A conversation with your seven-year-old kid, you go to bed, you're thinking about it all night long, all week, you're thinking about it at work. They will mess with your head, but it's a good kind of messing with your head. And by the way, I'm not selling you saying, oh, everything's great, and we're going to have great experience my four kids. I am sure there's going to be some heartbroken on both sides. Myself, Mike, it's coming. I'm not expecting God to make life easy on me. I'm expecting to make it harder on me. But I hope you get the message from my heart. When I hear something like this, I know Chelsea's going, you know, she's got the pain not here trying to be a psychologist, she's got a good life, but when you have somebody that's going through that kind of pain, read why that happened. That doesn't apply to everybody. She's lived a very dramatic, hard event life at nine years old. I understand. This is a decision you may want to think closely about because having kids is one of the greatest things you'll ever do if you do it right with the right person they think can have a family with. Hopefully, this got you thinking. It's, but you know what, though, you, you, you know, it's, <sighs> ah, nine years old, man, you man. It makes sense, she has a like, rock exterior. Dude, that's tough, man, for, for, I got kids. Uh, you know, it's not, it's not cool to go through that at nine. Damn. Never in a million years that I think I'd get emotional for Chelsea. <laughs> But we all got a story, you know? All right, we got to wrap this up. If you got value from this video, give it a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. And as a man, if you're watching this, don't take this and be like, well, ladies, give me a second chance and all this other stuff. You got to go increase your market value. That's what you got to do. This message isn't for you to feel like you're the victim. I'm telling you, you go improve yourself. We made a video titled The Rise of a Weak Man. Highly recommend you watch that video. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye.